Good morning, my friends. Welcome to another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim. Here are a few Route 66 points to ponder. There are active Route 66 associations in the Netherlands, Germany, Czech Republic, Japan, and Canada. And though, even though they aren't quite as active, there are Route 66 associations in Brazil, Italy, France, Belgium, Poland, Australia, and England. Last year, the second European Route 66 festival took place in Zlin, the Czech Republic, and more than 20,000 people from 10 countries were in attendance. Perhaps the most amazing thing about Route 66 is this. It doesn't exist. More on that and the international nature of Route 66 in just a moment. I want to thank Joe and the boys of the road crew for our theme song. If you need a bit of inspiration for an outing or a road trip, look no further than the road crew's website at roadcrew66.com for some great tunes. Think of it as theme songs for your adventure. And of course, I need to thank this week's program sponsors. And Terrace Point Visitor Center, home of Giganticus Hedicus, and Grand Canyon Caverns. These delightful gems are located on what is billed as 160 miles of smiles, an amazing section of Route 66 in western Arizona that's amply peppered with stunning scenery, ghost towns, relics, and history. Both are living time capsules, and both offer great food, including fresh pie. And Terrace Point serves up its meals with million-dollar views of the Wallapai Valley. At the caverns, everything comes with a healthy dose of adventure and fun. This program and Jim Hinckley's America are also made possible through support of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. Okay, now let's talk Route 66. This storied old road is not the nation's longest or more scenic highway. Credit for that goes to U.S. 6 as it originally connected Long Beach in California with Cape Cod in Massachusetts. Today, the western terminus is in Bishop, California. Along the way, it crosses the Rockies in Colorado as the highest U.S. highway, passes along the shores of Lake Erie, courses through an area known as the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania, and then through some very stunning landscapes in Utah. Route 66, however, has always had the best press and publicity. It started in the early spring of 1927 with formation of the U.S. Highway 66 Association, launched by Cyrus Avery and a band of visionary businessmen, and a marketing campaign that branded the road as the main street of America. Then there was The Grapes of Wrath, the book and the movie. In 1946, crooner Nat King Cole sang a little ditty about getting your kicks on Route 66. As a bit of footnote, this is the most recorded song in history, 
Renditions have been sung by Perry Como, the Rolling Stones, Dean Martin, and even a Polish polka band. Then came the television show with Todd and Buzz on their weekly adventures. And it's kind of surprising a few people, but uh, only a few episodes of the television show were actually filmed on Route 66. And the highway figured prominently in scenes of Easy Rider and other major motion pictures. At some point in its early history, Route 66 morphed from highway into something that is best described as magical. It was woven into the very fabric of American society during mid-century. And in a multi-part episode of the record-setting television program, I Love Lucy, Lucy, Desi, and the Mertzes follow Route 66 west to California. William Cook, better known as Cockeyed Crook or Billy Bob Crook, garnered national headlines during this cross-country killing spree on Route 66 in the 1950s. In 1939, the State Highway Department noted that more than one million people entered Arizona on Route 66 that year. They also noted that 70% of the state's highway traffic was on Route 66 and that the highway accounted for more than 60% of the state's traffic accidents. Okay, so in part, that explains the popularity of Route 66 in the U.S. But what about the overwhelming international fascination with a mere road? I work with tour companies based in Australia, New Zealand, Germany, Czech Republic, and the Netherlands that specialize in Route 66 tours. The Wild Hair Cafe in Elkhart, Illinois is housed in a repurposed bank built more than a century ago. The owners, Peter Niehaus and his wife, are from the Netherlands. In Kingman, Arizona, the 1939 El Trovatore Motel is being renovated by Sam Frischer, who hails from Israel. Peter and his wife are from the Netherlands. They've put together the wonderful Globetrotter Lodge. Marion Pavel has launched an innovative Route 66 navigation app, published a free guidebook about how to plan a Route 66 trip, and will soon introduce the Mother Road Route 66 passport. He lives in Bratislava, Slovakia. Zenik Jurisic of the Czech Route 66 Association once talked with me about the popularity of Route 66 in his country. He noted growing up in a communist country listening to Radio Free America, watching bootleg copies of Easy Rider and other movies. For his generation, Route 66 came to represent the freedom that the Statue of Liberty had represented to a previous generation. The open road, travel, mom-and-pop businesses. Route 66 has come to represent the quintessential American experience to our foreign friends. It's the best of America distilled and refined. It's a romanticized image of the U.S. gleaned from countless movies. Interestingly enough, there's ample anecdotal evidence to indicate that iconic Route 66 is actually more popular among foreigners than among Americans. That, however, is a discussion for another day. Route 66 in the modern era is morphing into that caricature, that perception. It's becoming a living, breathing time capsule with an overlay of Disneyland. It's the quintessential American experience where the very best of the romanticized image of America is distilled and refined. Forgotten is the reality made manifest in the need for the Negro Motorist Green Book or the crush of traffic on an antiquated roadway that gave rise to the highway's nickname of Bloody 66. The international nature of Route 66 gives the road a unique vibrancy. There's just something special about sharing the counter at a cafe in some dusty, 
Texas panhandle town with farmers, cowboys, and German motorcyclists, and Australians on holiday. It's impossible not to smile on a karaoke night at Grand Canyon Caverns when an Australian crooner with deep baritone voice begins belting out ballads in a restaurant filled with local cowboys. All of this is difficult to describe, but it is something that must be experienced, and that in itself fuels the road's ever-growing popularity. Another aspect of the road in the modern era that intrigues me is its ability to bridge chasms of language and culture. Recently, I had lunch with members of the Japanese Route 66 Association that were headed east along the old double six. Of the group, only one had rudimentary skills with the use of the English language, and my Japanese language skills are limited to just a few words. And I can bet those are not spoken correctly. Still, we enjoyed a laughter-filled lunch through the use of pantomime, drawings, maps, and brochures. I have enjoyed similar experiences all along Route 66 as well as in Germany, Poland, the Czech Republic, Netherlands, and Belgium. I have a theory that might also help explain the highway's international popularity. We live in a cold, impersonable, technological world. You might have 400 friends on Facebook, but never met any of them. And how many of them would you enjoy spending time with? On Route 66, there is warmth, sincere interaction, a shared passion, and an infection sense of enthusiasm. There's a shared experience that lends itself well to feeling as though you were part of a large family. A Route 66 adventure is an escape from the generic. Curious? If you're unfamiliar with Route 66 in the modern era, I suggest that this year you discover the magic of the storied old highway. It doesn't have to be a two-week odyssey. Dip your toes in the water. Make it a day trip or just a weekend getaway. Relax. Cast aside preconceived notions. And most importantly, open your mind to new experiences. Spend some time in places like Cuba, Missouri, or Pontiac, Illinois. Belly up to the counter in a roadside diner or restaurant such as the Midpoint Cafe in Adrian, Texas, Kicks on 66 in Tucumcari, or Rutherford 66 Family Diner in Kingman, Arizona. I guarantee you'll find a smile creeping across your face, and you'll discover a wonderful and fascinating world where the past and present blend seamlessly. Well, once again, we're out of time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim, and as always, if you have ideas or suggestions for future programs, especially if they include the reviewing of pie on a road trip, please let me know. And if you have travel questions, drop a note or check out jimhinkleysamerica.com. After all, telling people where to go is my specialty. I hope that you can join us next week in Jim Hinckley's America Adventures are Guaranteed. In our next program, we pay a visit to a couple of my favorite Route 66 communities. Until we meet again, amigos, here's to safe travels and grand adventures. <laughs>